Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. What's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. And this episode, I'm kind of, it's basically just thoughts on nutrition. I think that's what I'm going to title it, thoughts on nutrition. But it was inspired by, basically, I was talking to my wife last night, and nutrition got brought up, and I said, you know, I, honestly, if I had to write like a book on nutrition, I don't know what I would tell people. But in doing that, it made me really think about what I would tell people, so I wanted to share that with you guys today. So I kind of go over the place a little bit, but very high-level stuff, and you know, see, let me know what you guys think, and we can uh, maybe get a little more granular on this stuff. I'm, I'm definitely not like a nutrition scientist, but I think it's more, for me, it's always been more of like a lifestyle and uh, just a philosophy versus like getting super granular. So that is my philosophy. And I don't want to talk too much more because uh, I'll just repeat myself here. So let's dive in. Thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. What's up, monkeys? Welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. I'm your host, Monkey Dan. And this episode was actually inspired by, I was talking to my wife last night, and basically I was saying, if I had to write a book on nutrition or do a podcast on nutrition, I'm not really sure what I would tell people. So that uh, inspired me to sit down, think about it a little bit, and just share some general thoughts I had with you guys and uh, see what you thought. So this would be a great episode to leave a comment, shoot a note, to info at monkey.co. You can leave comments on YouTube, Instagram, whatever it is. Shoot us questions, notes, and uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on this. And uh, yeah, just curious what you guys are doing out there as well. So in no particular order. So really what I think is important is it's not about having a diet. It's about developing this philosophy or this lifestyle of eating. And I think a great way to do that is you, if you only buy healthy, nutritious food, you know what's good, you know what's bad. And I'll elaborate on that a little bit. So basically, if you're buying real whole foods, so for example, an avocado, a sweet potato, a salmon or a salmon filet, a steak, chicken, broccoli, kale, whatever it is, those are all single ingredient. You, you know exactly what it is. It's not packaged. And, um, there's nothing that can kind of get hidden in there, which I think the industrial food industry is especially good at hiding ingredients that taste good and probably are not good for you. So if you're only eating real foods, I think that makes it super easy to eat well. And you know, for me, it's like, what's in the house I'm going to eat. So if I buy ice cream, I'm going to eat the ice cream. I'll, I will eat it all. And, uh, sometimes my mother-in-law will bring cookies and things like that. And I'll just, I'll have to throw them away or else I'll just destroy them all. They're so good. And it's, I, I'm, I'm not trying to say this stuff doesn't taste good, but it's, uh, you know, it's not worth it. And what I've tried to do recently actually is I've developed this attitude of basically getting disgusted by these packaged, highly processed foods. So I've just kind of trained my mind to have this, this, uh, very negative reaction when I see these highly processed foods, like, you know, think of stuff like the super processed packaged cookies or like muffins. You see it like a Safeway or something like that. They're just, there's, um, especially more and more I'm 
started to think about the industrial seed oils like sunflower seed oil or canola oil, all these really highly processed vegetable oils. I still don't know a ton of the science behind it, but I suspect as ubiquitous as they are that uh, they're definitely a big influence in this kind of obesity and health crisis we're seeing right now. So I really try and avoid those, even though I can't really speak to the specific science. I just, uh, you know, I believe something that's that process and that altered just can't be good for you, especially as a fat. And again, I think it's all about <laughs> a lot of things are all about mindset, right? So if you can develop this philosophy and just style of eating where I think people and myself, I'm guilty of it as well. But I think a lot of times you can get too in the weeds with these things and try and get too specific with the program or what exactly it's, it's too granular. You got to think bigger picture, I think. So just if you can develop this philosophy and just, you have this suite of healthy ingredients, don't worry about exactly what you're eating as far as like counting macros for protein, carbs, fats, all that. I think if you're just eating this well-rounded, varied diet, even though I'm not trying to use the word diet, you're going to work. It's going to be okay. And uh, I was actually listening to Kyle Kingsbury's podcast yesterday while I was running and a uh, great podcast, by the way, definitely recommend it. But he was talking to, he was, it was actually a uh, financial show. Um, they're talking about, uh, with a guy, Ramit Sati. I think I said his name right, but they're talking just about personal finance, all this stuff. Great episode. But he had a great quote that I loved. I think it was Kyle's quote, but it was hashtag cheat clean. And basically the concept behind it was if you're going to have these cheat meals or as part of like this, you know, this clean eating program, if you have these cheat meals or you want to have cheat meals, don't go to Domino's and get pizza, make your own pizza, make your own ice cream, make your own apple pie, make your own bacon cheeseburger, whatever it is. I guarantee anything you make on your own is going to be much, much better for you than something you're buying at, you know, like a fast food joint or something like that. I think there's just, I noticed this myself. Like if we make pizza from scratch or when we make pasta, we have a pasta maker. Awesome. We went to Italy a couple of summers ago. We had a ton of pasta and I actually not to go too far down a rabbit hole, but interestingly, we were in Italy for, we basically were on like a seven week trip between backpacking, going to California, Italy, Norway. But, um, I did a before and after picture. So it was seven weeks apart and I pretty much looked the same as far as body composition, all that. And, uh, we were pretty much just using monkey bars to work out and rocks and logs and body weight did a ton of walking, but we also ate pasta every day. We're enjoying wine every day, gelato, all this stuff. But I think the combination of walking like at least probably eight to 10 miles a day and, uh, probably not, we only had like two meals a day, but, um, the food quality was so good. I think that's something I was really interested in being in Europe was they don't really have, at least to my understanding, they don't really have an industrial food industry as we do, like we do here in the States. So just something to think about. I mean, uh, I know grain and gluten has, uh, definitely been on the out and out, but, uh, or the down and out, I should say, but you know, it's, it was interesting over there. I didn't really, I, I typically feel okay whether I, when I eat grain and gluten, but, uh, yeah, I didn't, I, my body composition changed pretty much the same and I was eating 
but probably wouldn't be considered necessarily the healthiest food. But, you know, like they say, that Mediterranean diet, that's, uh, seems to be giving folks, uh, quite a good quality of life. So anyways, back to this hashtag cheat clean mentality. So I heard another podcast, a guy named Logan Schwartz on primal endurance, I believe it was either primal endurance or primal blueprint, possibly both. But, um, gentleman's name was Logan Schwartz. He had, he had kind of this great approach to the concept of having a cheat meal or cheat days. Like I, do I have a cheat day with my wife? I love my wife. I would never cheat on my wife. So why would I have a cheat day on my nutrition, on my body, on my temple? So that's something I've been thinking about more and more. You know, I, I'll enjoy a couple beers on the weekend. I trip, I typically try not to drink during the week and I'll have couple of beers on a Friday night, maybe a couple of beers on a Saturday night. And, you know, depending on the uh, holidays and whatnot, maybe a few more, but, um, it's definitely not like a regular part of my eating philosophy or my eating lifestyle. And I think too, you know, a lot of this stuff with nutrition, it's, you can read all these blogs, you can read all these scientific papers, but I really think when it comes down to it, it's a personal experiment and it definitely, can fluctuate throughout your life, depending on your goals, your activity level, your health, where you happen to be in the world, all these different things, I think really, uh, they all add up. So I think you need to be, it's kind of this uh, catch 22 where you need to be very disciplined, not bring the crap into your house, keep the junk out, but you also need to have this open mind and be flexible to when you're in these different scenarios in life. So something to think about. I really, again, I think for me, the biggest thing is just if it's not in the house, I'm not going to eat it. And, uh, it's pretty simple that way. One other thing I've noticed, I just thought it was a normal thing throughout my whole life, but I didn't realize how many people go out to eat for lunch specifically. So if you're at work or getting takeout, going down to, whatever the uh, convenience center down the road, whatever it is. I've def I've certainly eaten out a few times for lunch, but I'm definitely a brown bag pack lunch every day. And I typically just bring leftovers from the previous night's dinner, as well as maybe like some yogurt, some nuts. Well, today I'll tell you exactly what I brought. Let's go through it. So I brought probably two to three tablespoons of uh, almond nut butter. So it has almond almond butter, roasted almond butter with a little salt, cinnamon, and honey. I brought ground beef, which I poured this Trader Joe's autumn, like it's like a pumpkin autumn pasta sauce. It's so good. I poured that on it. So it's almost like, like a soup, but not, but thicker. So I had probably maybe like a, I don't know, one third cup of ground beef with this delicious, delicious sauce. I had an apple, a large honey crisp, organic to be specific. What else? Oh, some pork rinds. Now pork rinds. If I would have heard that, like, well, for sure, 10 years ago, five years ago, questionable. But if I would have heard pork rinds in my lunch, I would have thought I was crazy, but you know, it's a, it's basically just fat. And, uh, you know, I definitely like, I'm sure a lot of people listening, I grew up in that 
with that food pyramid where grain was at the bottom and then, you know, fats and sweets were at the very top. And, uh, you know, I've say relatively recently just kind of got over this conditioned fear of fat in my diet. So for maybe the last probably, probably since I moved to Colorado really. So 2013, so maybe five or six years, I really have shifted to adding more fat to my diet. I feel great. My body composition is, you know, it honestly didn't change much. I was pretty lean to start, but definitely didn't add any body fat or anything like that. But I think a lot of people, especially women are just a little bit stuck in that, you know, low fat, high carb, this real lean quote unquote, this healthy, clean diet. And, uh, certainly there's, there's ways to get bad fats, trans fats, these industrial seed oils in your diet. But you know, if you're eating, if you're eating avocados, good quality butter made from good milk, uh, full fat, Greek yogurt, organic, what else? Uh, I'll eat uh, like a fatty cut of meat, like a ribeye, like a grass-fed ribeye. I eat a ton of eggs. That's not, I mean, saturated fat in the yolks, but um, olive oil, all these things, high fat, but they're high quality fats. They're good whole foods, real foods. And, uh, you know, I really don't think there's anything to be afraid of. There are some people that there are some genetic conditions. I know that I can't speak to the exact specifics, but I know there are some, genetic predispositions where, you know, you can get these super high blood cholesterol levels. But other than that, I think (sighs) the question I would ask is, do you feel good? Do you have energy? Is your body composition where you want it to be? I think if all those are yes, then you're probably eating quite well. I'm sure, you know, we can all could possibly get a little better, but you know, if you're there, I think that's that's where you want to be. Do you feel good? And I think that's where it can be a little tricky where if you're trying to follow these real strict programs, you know, it might be a good place to start kind of like what I always tell people that really they want something that's specific. I think paleo ish is a pretty good place to start. And really, it's really just eliminating the processed packaged foods, you know, whether you're eating grains and dairy and all that, that's a, you know, that's such a, uh, an argument and rabbit hole to get into. But personally for me, I don't necessarily seek out, you know, a lot of bread in my life, but I also, you know, if we're going out for Italian food or if we, again, we make pasta at home or, you know, if someone makes home homemade fresh quality bread, I mean, I just, I feel great. It's when you eat that like wonder bread basically, or these, these, it's just, it's the process. It always comes down to the processed food. So don't eat those. So that was, that was good. That felt good to kind of get all that out. And, uh, for those of you turning in recently, so today is October 29th, 2019. We've got about a week left. I can actually, I can pull it up right here. We've got about a week left in the monkey 360 Kickstarter. What are we at? So we have nine days to go. So it ends, uh, November 7th, we're at 1.182, so 1.1 million, almost 1.2 million. And I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've supported us in some way over the years. So thank you. We monkeys, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So I appreciate it. And uh, I've been pretty psyched on the response for, I've been posting some Instagram stories the last few days or maybe last week or so on and off, but 
I've been posting of this morning kind of movement routine I go through and it's kind of the base levels, the it's the base levels that three rounds, 15 reps each squat, push up and a row. And I started adding in a few more things specifically, uh, back extensions. And then I started adding tucks and or pikes as well. And I was dry Saturday, this last Saturday I drove like I woke up super early, drove like four hours, hiked around the mountains all day and then drove home that night. And, uh, my low back was just killing me. And I happened to listen to a podcast right when I, the next morning and the guy was talking about how he had back pain and doing a lot of extension exercises. So think like, you know, just like a Superman back extension where you lay on the floor and you kind of arc your back up. And I did a ton of those basically Sunday hip extensions, all these things. And really loosened up my low back and it made me think how I'm even kind of sitting right now. I'm a little bit hunched over. My shoulders rode forward. I think a lot of people spend time like that. So that could be a whole nother episode, but if you're feeling tight in the low back, add a little extension and, uh, see how it feels. So thank you everyone for listening. Lastly, reviews make the world wilder. You could have, if you have time, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It'd be very much appreciated and just help spread the good word of the wild. So appreciate if you can do that. Thank you for tuning in monkeys. Stay wild. I'll see you out there.